And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how, with a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert built portfolios of low cost exchange traded funds. You know, I love those exchange traded funds. There's automated investing technology. And as part of that automated rebalancing, many of you have been asking about rebalancing and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own with Betterment. Easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Tuesday, December 6th. Coming up on my birthday, Mark. Are you excited? Big day. Big day coming up. It's on my calendar. So not a big day. Anyway, it is the month of December. Lots going on. There's a lot of year-end planning you may want to do. And if that's the case, we'd love to hear from you. All you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com jillonmoney.com. Click the contact us button. Let us know if you'd come on the air with us. I do like doing emails, but it's so much better when we hear your voices, mostly because your stories are always awesome. (laughs) So I do love that. Um, But I'm going to do some emails today. This is from Chad who says, I've been listening to your show for about six months and love it. Hmm, Thanks, Chad. I'm wondering if I should pay off our FAFSA Parent Plus loan of approximately $60,000 with funds from a rollover IRA before the government starts charging interest again. Hmm. Wait a minute. Let's go through some of these stats here. We had two kids in private university. We managed to pay all of it in cash except for the 60 grand. I know I'll get a penalty fee. Oh, for the IRA, but maybe that's less than the interest in the long run. I do plan to pay this off. It could take me nine to 12 months. Thank you. No, 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 no. (laughs) Is that the name of the episode? No, 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 no. First of all, no, we don't want you to pay any fees because you are under the age of 59 and a half. Roll over your IRA. Don't worry. But 
During this period of time where there is no interest being charged, and it's been extended again, gang, remember that um, the Biden administration in response to these uh, lawsuits that are winding their way through the courts have now pushed out. I can't believe we're pushing it out again, Mark. Are you shocked? I mean, I, I can't believe I'm saying this again. It's like my eighth time saying this. It's like Lucy in the football. Whoop, just kidding, Charlie Brown. Sorry. So you're not going to be paying interest. So just crank on it as much as you can. I mean, I don't know exactly when the court case is going to be settled, but you might have a nice window where you have no interest for, say, five, six months. I just crank on it. And then as the interest gets charged, pay it off as much as you can. Don't realize that taxes and don't pay a penalty if you don't have to. Okay. Diane is asking about a thrift savings plan versus a brokerage. Which account should I use first in retirement? Okay, here's the message. I always hear that in retirement, it is advisable to use a brokerage, then a 401k or TSP, and then Roth accounts. I am wondering if for tax purposes, it's ever advised to use the thrift savings plan first to supplement pensions until full retirement age 67, when we, meaning she and a spouse, will both collect an additional $54,000 in social security? That's a good question because sometimes we have this little window of opportunity where potentially your tax liability is lower. It's weird to think about this, gang. I know. I think it's a really good planning trick to ask yourselves like, wait, what years am I going to be making money? And what, like, and what are the, the gap years almost? So maybe there's a gap to fill between, say, a retirement age 55 and Social Security age 67. What if I pulled some of the money out of my, my traditional retirement plan, whether it's a thrift savings plan or a 401k or a 403b? I think that could be interesting because, as you say, your accounts are about a million and a half dollars in those pre-tax retirement accounts and savings at 350000 Maybe it would be nice for you to start pulling money out of those those accounts, the, again, the ones that have not yet been taxed, and use that to live on until you claim your social security. And then you can start to more methodically go, say, between uh, age 67 and 72 when you're forced to pull money out. But I would also maybe put this thought bubble in your head. You're talking about doing this until you're age 67. What would it look like if we did it until you're age 70 when you could max out your social security? Might that work? I think this is an interesting um, idea. I mean, you've got your expenses are covered. So their expenses are $75,000 a year. Their pensions are $120,000. So we're just playing some math games to figure out like how can we maximize income? I kind of think it might be interesting for you to model out or think about what would it be to pull money out of these pre-tax accounts, okay, between age 55 and age 70 for those 15 years, slowly but surely take some money out. You don't really need to supplement too much. And then at age 70, then you're probably never going to have to touch these accounts again until you're forced to. But I'd like to pull some of that money out, pay the tax that's due, manage the tax liability yourselves. Don't have the IRS manage it for you. This email is from Anonymous. Here is the subject, permission to fine. My husband and I are both 55. 
my husband, already I like this, this story. My husband has military retirement of $6,000 a month. Oh, he also has disability, but that's never good. So $6,000 a month for retirement plus $2,400 a month in disability. And his disability will go down to 1500 at age 62. So $7,500 a month. It's a lot of money. My husband has a part-time job. He earns about $1,000 a month. She's planning to separate from her federal job of 20 years, hopefully within the next few months. She can collect her pension of $2,000 a month at the age of 60. Wow. A lot of money coming in here. We have two young adults that are still living with us. Both of them are taking college classes. Their tuition and fees are paid for. Their assets, a million dollars combined in their thrift savings plan. Most of this is traditional. There's another um, bit in, uh, there's about 180,000 in a Roth IRA. There's another uh, 20 grand in a traditional IRA, 240,000 in a brokerage account, 80,000 in cash, 30,000 in I-bombs. They've got a primary residence, $800,000. They've got about a half a million dollar mortgage and two and a half percent for 30 years. They've got three houses overseas. Huh, bought them while the husband was stationed there. Worth about $650,000, balance of $450,000 with a 1.5% rate. The rents we receive are used for maintenance and for annual taxes. Not much income on these houses. Our monthly expenses are $10,000 a month. This includes the big annual bills. I plan to collect Social Security between 67 and 70. I know I'm going to do something part-time, but I would like to know if our finances are solid in case I want to extend my permanent vacation. (laughs) We have insurance, our health insurance through TRICARE. It's military insurance. It's included in their monthly expenses. They have term life insurance. You can do whatever you want. You really can. I mean, just look at this income for a second. They're 55. Right now, they have $8,400 a month in income. Okay, I know it's going to go down, but for seven years, they have $8,400 a month. You know, you could just dip into your brokerage account for, you know, you could do whatever you want. You could work a little bit part-time or he could work a little bit part-time. There's no problem here. And don't prepay that mortgage. I don't know about these other houses overseas. I don't know if you need that. That sounds like a pain in the ass to me. But if you want to keep them, keep them. It's just paying for itself. But like, I'd sell those, add to your beautiful nest egg. There's nothing that is a problem here. Everything is doable. You have permission for financial independence, next endeavor. You even have permission to a different um, way to think about fine. How about financial independence? No endeavor. (laughs) How about you can retire? You can do whatever you want. Okay. Um, Here is a question from Ron who says during the Ed Slot interview, we said that you could have a qualified charitable distribution or a QCD from IRAs, but not from a 401k or a 403b. But I think I heard somewhere you can roll over these accounts into an IRA. Yeah, you totally can. You absolutely can. So here's how it works, Ron. Let's just pretend, um, you know, you've got a 401k at big company USA. And it's in there, it's everything is good, fine and dandy. And maybe you've kept it there because it's good, it's cheap, there's great fees. And maybe you decide to retire, it's still there. But at any point, you can roll it over into an IRA rollover account. And then you can do a QCD from that new IRA rollover account. There are no fees, there's no penalties, nothing. It is doable. 
I don't know, gosh, Mark, I don't know if they're going to end up blowing up the QCD, but it feels like my get out of jail free card for a lot of people where I say, hey, you know, it's like if you really get screwed on RMDs and they're like too much money coming out, just you can gift up to a hundred grand a year and you can satisfy your RMDs. A lot of it, you know? So I'm hopeful that it sticks around. I hope it does. Okay. Our last question for today is from Judy. She says, I enjoy your show every day on my morning walk. Thank- oh, I forgot to ans- ask that question, by the way. I f- this guy said something nice to us about that, uh, that we're very nice and he thanks us for what we do. So thank you. Okay. Judy says she enjoys us every day on the morning walk. Thanks for everything we do. Here's what Judy writes. She's got a Roth IRA, which she says she's got $100,000 in there. She can't add to it because she's retired. She says, I have a hard time stomaching the 1.35% asset under management fee that I've been paying through, should I say the name of the company? Big company for this Roth. I actually pay the fee from a brokerage account outside of the Roth, so I don't take anything away from the Roth itself, but it's still, you know, it's a bunch of money and it bothers me. She says, years ago, broker at this firm, convinced me to switch this uh, Roth to their guided solutions account, said I would no longer have to pay their $40 annual maintenance fee. Gee, I've saved so much money. She's crying and laughing. Okay, here's the issue. I've often thought about transferring this Roth to Vanguard. I already have a small mutual fund there. But then I chicken out. How hard is such a process? I'm not in a hurry. Should I sell some of my investments within the Roth at this big brokerage firm before I do anything, then replace them with a couple of Vanguard funds to make transferring in-kind easier? Am I making this harder than it is? Also, out of curiosity, although I don't anticipate needing the Roth anytime soon, would the five-year wait rule come into play? Because even though this would be old money from uh, an over 59 and a half, quote unquote, old lady, it would be a new account at Vanguard. Finally, should I just get over the 1.35% fee and stay the course at big brokerage firm as I figure the money is generally safe and growing except for this year, of course, where it's lost over 20%. Signed. You ready for this, Mark? Overpaying, overthinking, oblivious old lady. <laughs> All right. Let me see what you got here. So in this account, She has a small cap exchange traded fund, a mid cap fund. She has an American, three American funds. She's got an MFS fund and a bond fund, a couple bond funds. Uh, All right. Uh, You know what, Judy? First of all, no, you shouldn't just get over the fee. That's a big fee. I don't think you need to do the whole hokey pokey. Here's what I would do. I would transfer the money to Vanguard and I would essentially... Just transfer everything that you can transfer in kind. Let everything else go to cash. And when the money comes in, you invest it. It's not going to be uninvested for weeks on end. There's going to be a few days where it's not going to be invested. And then to kind of get you going, what I would suggest is maybe if you don't want to do it 100% on your own, maybe you use Vanguard Personal Service Advisor. It's only like a $50,000 minimum. And then instead of paying 1.35%, you'd be paying 0.3%. So you'll take that extra full percentage point and it will fall to your own bottom line. And then once the training wheels are off on the first level, then maybe you say, "Ah, I don't need the personal service advisor anyway. You really just want to use this account 
and build out a more reasonable approach. So I just looking at what you have, you basically have a small cap. A mi- this is so funny, Mark. She's got three mid cap funds because one's not enough, obviously, when you were at a big brokerage company, USA. A small cap, three mid caps, one, uh, sorry, uh, two small caps, three mid caps, two large caps, and a bond fund two bond funds. Can we just make this easier? Honest to God, it's not overpaying, overthinking, oblivious old lady. It's like more like the overinvesting by big brokerage firm. It's very easy to manage this account. You basically want to have some money in stocks, some money in bonds. Let's not overthink it. Let's try to say, hey, there's be some in large cap. There's going to be a little bit in small cap and some in international. There's going to be a bond fund. Boom, done. I'm done. I could make this so easy. I could wave my magic wand, Mark, give her four funds and she'd be over it. Done. The five-year rule question, that's a good question. If you go from, say, you know, X brokerage house to Y brokerage house and open up a new uh, Roth, I think the five-year rule, five-year rule carries over, but I'm going to check with Ed Slot just to make sure. I'm pretty sure that it does because that would make no sense because that would mean if you went from like a bank account, uh, Roth, and you moved it into the brokerage side that that clock would start all over. It would not make any, any sense to me. Okay. So that is the program. It's exciting. It's Tuesday. You're getting into it. I feel like we've got about two more weeks for you guys to pay attention and then you're off in your la-la land and so are we. We'll be off in la-la land as well. If you've got a financial question between now and then, just give us a shout. Go to jillonmoney.com click the contact us button. Let us know if you would like to come on the air. Don't forget while you're on our website, clicking that contact us button, you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter and you can pre-order the book, The Great Money Reset. When you pre-order, you will actually be invited to get a spot at my live online webinar. It's Wednesday, February 8th. Oh, I think that's... I was about to say, I think that was my ex-husband's birthday, but I think maybe my ex-husband's birthday was February 9th. Yeah, there's an ex-husband. It's crazy. It's a longer story. Anyway, you'll also get a signed book plate for each pre-order you make. Check it all out. Everything there at jillonmoney.com. Do something nice for someone else today. Thank you so much for listening. Grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.